Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Thank you for joining us on another day here on 93.7 The Ticket, a Tuesday and a, a big day for Nebraska football. Fall camp day two practices, uh, I think, are wrapping up and they've got uh, some guys going to the podium. So we'll learn a little bit today defensively about uh, Tony White, Terrence Knighton both going to take the stand and a few extra players. I know MJ Sherman uh, set to be one of those guys. So maybe we'll bring some of that news to you throughout the day if there is news uh, I should say, because usually the first day, that's kind of when the news dump happens of everything that's yeah. that's been able to be talked about. I hope I still hope somebody did somebody ask about Arik Gilbert or, or, or I mean, still waiting on Arik. Somebody's got to ask that every still, day. Every time yeah, right I know. There. Still waiting on Arik. Uh, I am I'm more confident for some reason than a lot of people. But, you know. NCAA, you guys know how they are with some of their waivers. It doesn't make any sense. Do they think, have no method of the mad, madness. Right. It's it's hard to figure out. Do you think that, I mean, other than just the bias, why would Eric Gilbert be able to get this waiver? Um, Just his, oh, my, I guess I don't have a good, I, I just feel like in certain situations where the NCAA, they are pretty, with, with certain players, lenient. Um, at certain universities, it feels like at bigger universities, the NCAA is a little more lenient on letting guys play. the The way I'm looking at it, like at, at smaller, less football prominent universities, it, it feels like they're a little strict. Uh, more, more specifically, I mean, you think back to Luke Ford at Illinois, um, or the one I can't remember who it was, if that was Luke Ford or not. Uh, a tight end transferred because his mom had cancer his, he, and he, he wanted to move closer to home. And that is the lone reason why he transferred and they denied his waiver. Um, I, I don't know. Like you, you hear all the time about at, at, at a lot of SEC schools, a lot of Big Ten schools, guys transferring and immediately getting them eligible. I think maybe why it's taken longer than it, it usually would for a reek is that there's, there, this is now his third school that he's been involved with. Um, hasn't really done a whole lot other places. I, I don't know. Once again, I, I don't know if there's ever a method to the madness that the NCAA right. does. Yeah, I know. I, I had heard that uh, it, that some of them, you know, this year they they were denying a lot of them. So we'll, we'll see. But I mean, yeah. as long as you don't get the denial, then you're you're still in the game. It's very strange for the NCAA to let this play out to the point that you're in fall camp. But you know, I don't. I don't know if they have to do some major investigation or if it just takes somebody that works there 10 minutes to say yes or no. Yeah. You know, it, it's just it, one of those things. I wonder – I mean, there are so many transfers. So I I wonder if this is going to be a thing of, like, the future to where we – it takes a while to hear on some some guys. Like, there are so many transfers throughout the entire country that with the NCAA and how whether it's slow they work or just how they operate in general – I wouldn't be surprised if there are like thousands and thousands of guys going to the portal every offseason, which means hundreds of decisions need to be made whether or not waivers are, are granted or not. And so with that in mind, 
I just wonder if this is going to be something that we see more and more often to where it's getting right up to the end of the or right up to the start of the season for to find out guys and sometimes even trickling into the into the football season yeah. which is why it's important and why Nebraska still is having a Reed Gilbert practice practice with them every single day. Yeah. So I mean hopefully we we get the news on that in in the coming days but other than that um it's kind of a defensive day uh for Nebraska of course we heard yesterday the uh that Miles Farmer currently suspended from the mm-hmm. team so that maybe add a little bit more worry to you but especially with with uh you know on the captain there we're talking about the first game with Minnesota kind of the defensive theme you know had a lot of time to kind of digest it and think about it here this offseason but where where are you at, at, at with Nebraska's 335 installing it you know having it have it have to be ready to go against Minnesota mm-hmm. uh, of course they were able to do the, a, lo- a lot of that in the spring but you're still probably working on some install here um, it to me and Minnesota's not going to g- give you a whole lot of challenges as far as creative offense and stuff yeah. like that we kind of know that the tight ends and running game that they're going to bring to you but I guess for the season overall not just Minnesota uh, but knowing that that's a big challenge uh, from from game one do you think it'll take a half a season to kind of get going or do you think they can pick it up pretty quick I, I think well, so one thing I will say about Minnesota, Kaliak Manis proposes a little bit more of a running threat than Tanner Morgan ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Nebraska fans saw it, witnessed it firsthand last year when, when Kaliak Manis brought Minnesota back. It does help that they don't have Mohamed Ibrahim or Trey Potts, but they have a really good tight end in, in Devin Spanford, probably the best tight end in the entire conference uh, for that matter, in, 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 in Brevin, excuse me, Brevin Spanford, not Devin, Brevin Spanford. So... With with Spanford, obviously at tight end, they have a guy who I was shocked to still be there when I was looking at that their Big Ten Media Days representatives. Chris Ottman Bell, oh yeah, is still it's like there. Year seven, it's <laughs> his seven year. They they took a, a fifth year, a sixth year, and a seventh year guy to Big Ten Media Days. Oh my god, that is those were their three representatives. I thought they were running out from of Minnesota. Guys I, I thought year. so too, but no, they just decided to graduate all offensive linemen. So mm. I mean, there's that. It's a it's a somewhat young offensive line for Minnesota. You wonder uh, what it as a as a true starter. Um, they went back and forth with the whole Kaliak Manis and Tanner Morgan stuff. So I wonder as a as a true starter and the owns only starter, how does Kaliak Manis handle that kind of thing? How does Minnesota handle not having Mohammed Ibrahim back there and and understanding that hey we don't have necessarily a, a, another big t- all Big Ten type of guy behind him like they did in Trey Potts. Uh, which sidebar that Trey Potts transfer was one of the more interesting decisions this year. Decides to transfer, go to Penn State, where he backs up Nicholas Singleton. Yeah. So, um, I I, I just wonder. I am not as high on Minnesota as a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I I, I think Minnesota is probably going to do as you said, not very creative stuff. I think they're probably going to have a really good, uh, or you know, a tougher defense. I, I honestly think that if Nebraska can limit their ability on the play action to like a Brevin span forward, they're going to be okay in that game. Yeah, I mean, I, I expect it to be a close game, uh, a competitive game, uh, and I think Nebraska could win it. I, I think if I again, if I'm, for, if I'm forced to make a prediction, Absolutely. I'll probably side with Minnesota just because it's game one. Um, and, and probably because I've been beaten down by Nebraska losing and been bringing me down mm-hmm. all this time. But I think, you know, I always go back to Tim Miles' quote when when he was talking about years and years of, of not being able to go to the NCAA tournament. He says, "That's you guys. That's not me. This is year two for me. Mm-hmm. This is year one for Matt Rule." Um, so, it, 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 but but game one, I think that gives you a little bit more of a challenge 
against a, a PJ Fleck who's in what year seven, and yeah. his teams don't change all that much. The personnel's changing. There's going to be some questions there on their offensive side of the ball, but they've always been you know big offensive lines and defenses with, with him. Joe Rossi, I think, is in his sixth year as a defensive coordinator. He's had those defenses uh, top. 15 the last couple of years, I believe. Um, and, you know, they're, again, they're not part of that's playing the Big Ten West. If you can play yeah. Iowa, that's going to help your defensive numbers out. Uh, but another part of that is they are pretty tough uh, defense. So, I mean, for both sides of the ball, a uh, little be, be a little bit challenging. I brought this up the other day, and I think it, it, it continues to be good. And, and I'd love to hear that Trev Alberts basically said at any, any way they can, they'll put Nebraska on these national big-time stages, big-time games. Um, Thursday night uh, on ESPN is that does that do a little bit more for I believe it's ESPN I have to double check uh, but uh, basically it might be Fox it might be but national Na- national game it is Fox Thursday rather than uh, Saturday where a game like that might get lost well see I, I don't know in years past um, we we have that we have the conversation going in every season the day before a game I'm gonna sit here and I'll, I'll say the same thing where it's Nebraska has a gi- gigantic opportunity. Ahead of uh, you know to, uh, on Thursday, August thirty first, to go. All right, yeah. Look, this is this is who Nebraska is now. This is what Nebraska is going to look like under Matt Rule. They have an they have an opportunity to set somewhat of an expectation for the season of well, this is how we are going to operate, and I mean that in in the form of a win, right? And Nebraska, however, has had that chance the last three years. They had the chance two years ago against Illinois, and they came out and they looked flatter than ever. Adrian Martinez fumbles before half, and they end up having to they end up losing the game in Brett Bielema's first game at Illinois. Mm-hmm. Then the following year, they are on the they are the only game that's being played in Ireland for that matter. It's on Fox, and you do an onside kick up eleven with. And you end up losing that game to Northwestern, who finished the season one and eleven, and you were their lone win. Nebraska's had so many opportunities the last few years, um, and, and so that doesn't surprise me when we hear you know administrators and and, and leaders in the athletic department say, "Hey, we're going to continue, you know, scheduling these types of games." My my lone plea to Nebraska is just be ready for that. And obviously, new staff, and we can't put the Illinois and the Northwestern losses on this staff. But as a program, Nebraska's just got to get ready. They got to f- show that they did something in the offseason to improve and not come out and, and lose games. Not, 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 it's not the other team winning games. And it's also, you're not Florida State here playing top five LSU week one. Mm-hmm. You are, that's not. Illinois is a solid football team, but they are not LSU. Minnesota's a, a solid football team, but they are not an Alabama or a Texas or a Michigan. They're a, a middle-of-the-road Big Ten West team, and f- frankly, you've been a bottom yeah. of the Big Ten West type of team. And so that's why I think you're struggling so much in these early games. Well, I think, too, the Big Ten West part of it is interesting. Um, we, you know, Nebraska's had to battle back from those early season losses, yeah. starting 0-1, not just in the season, but in the, in the conference. Uh, and Nebraska, I mean, the Big Ten West last year, a chance to win a weak division, uh, to kind of skate your way into Big Ten championship talk. And I think it's fair that that's probably not being talked about a whole lot around Nebraska because I think that's kind of putting the cart before the horse. But you win that one, and all of a sudden there's – I mean, you already get exactly. some talk because you well, would have beaten a nine-win team from the previous year in the Big Ten West. Well, and more importantly, like everybody wants that Colorado win so badly – um, everybody wants the, the one against Colorado so badly. I look at it this way. 
Nebraska's not my pick to win the Big Ten West. I don't even know my pick to win the Big Ten West, but it's not going to be Nebraska. Just understandably so under year one of Matt Rule. But if you lose in week one against Minnesota, which is a fellow Big Ten West opponent, you're, you're already a step back in any potential conversation on August 31st and yeah. on, on September, on September 1st. Yeah. Yeah. You're already one step back, and there's already a team that's one step ahead of you. If Nebraska wins on August 31st, they're going to look at this as, okay, Nebraska has the head-to-head win over Minnesota, and if Nebraska then is 1-0, which they haven't been in a, in a feels like a quite some time, and then you have a game, a gettable game, against Colorado on the road that's going to have a lot of emotion tied to it. But if you come out of that Colorado game and you lose, but you beat Minnesota, you sit there and you go, okay, you know what? You kind of grasp at a straw and say, well, I understand that we don't enjoy losing, but at least I would personally win rather win the Big Ten West game than the non-conference game. Hmm. That's a good. That's a good question. Let us know which game. If you have to pick one, which game you would take, Minnesota or Colorado? You don't get to win both. That's that's obvious. All right, four zero two four six four five six eight five. Text in the Sarder Hammond text line and let us know. Uh, we are up against this. We better take a break. But go ahead. That's that's fine. I, Hole in a boat says no way. This is in response to me saying Brevin Span Ford was going to be the best tight end in the Big Ten mm-hmm. Conference. He, Hole in a boat says no way. Iowa's tight end will be the best in the league. Iowa has two tight ends. One of them is Luke Lachey, I believe, is the way you pronounce it. And then the other one is a Michigan transfer, Eric All. Um, highly, highly disagree. I think Brevin Spanford is going to be either one or two. And the other one is going to be Kate Stover from Ohio State. I think one of those two will be the number one uh, tight end in the Big Ten Conference. You also have the uh, the Penn State tight end. If I remember correctly, um, a single, no, not a single Tim, Theo Johnson from Penn State, and then you also have Colston Loveland from Michigan, if I remember that name correctly. So there's there's a lot of good tight ends. Iowa, I have no idea what they're going to look like on offense. Hmm. They, they don't have Keegan Johnson anymore. People forget that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, Luke Lachey did show enough to me uh, in his in his time there that he could be the ne- the next great in a long line of great uh, Iowa tight ends. Now, yeah. great, greats holding you maybe going taking a step ahead, but uh, he looks like he, he will be a problem. So uh, it'll it'll be interesting. Hopefully, Nebraska can get into that mix with one of their tight ends as well. Once again, let us know Colorado or Minnesota. You can only pick one. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Go ahead and text in your choice and your reasoning as well. We'll get to that uh, and also maybe. See if uh, if we get anything leaking out of Nebraska practice here. Coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.